The hour of 10 a.m. having arrived, and here at this hearing, foreign, uh, the Senate Foreign Relations Committee will come to order. Today, the committee will hold a nomination hearing for three very important positions. Our nominees today uh, are uh, the Honorable Marshall Billingsley, the Under Secretary of State for Arms Control and International Security, the Honorable Curtis uh, Joseph C.J. Mahoney to be legal advisor of the Department of State, and the Honorable Carlos uh, Trujillo to be Assistant Secretary of State Western Hemisphere uh, Affairs. We have two very distinguished guests today to introduce one of our nominees, Matt Roberts and Senator Jerry Moran. And I'm going to postpone my statement request, Senator, as does the same, as we allow Senator Roberts and Senator Moran to introduce one of our nominees. So with that, Senator Roberts, the floor is yours. Mr. Chairman, it's a privilege to be here. Thank you for your leadership. Doing the tough job that uh, can be done. It's a privilege to be here with my distinguished colleague, Senator Moran. And we both, of course, uh, I think it's a very distinct honor and privilege to introduce Mr. C.J. Mahoney as the nominee for legal advisor of the Department of State. C.J. hails from Russell, Kansas, home of Bob Dole and Arlen Specter, by the way. And I have had the opportunity to talk at length with him over the years. Each time, I have been impressed by his intellect, his integrity, his character, his experience. So much so, this is the second time I have introduced him before a Senate committee. Doesn't get any better than that. The professional path that brought C.J. to this point is both unique and exceptional. He is a graduate of Harvard College and Yale Law School, where he was editor of the Yale Law Journal and was a visiting lecturer on international arbitration. For the past two years, he has served as Deputy USTR Representative for Investment Services, Labor, Environment, and Labor. During that time, he also played a very key role in securing the United States-Mexico-Canada Agreement, or what we call UMSCA. By the way, that stands for United States Marine Corps Always. Actually, it's a trade bill. Thank you, CJ. We really needed that very badly. He has experience working in international disputes and arbitration, each giving him a perspective on how best to advise the State Department. Each position that he has held has built his critical reasoning and decision-making skills. This is evident by his peer support, and I venture to say everyone who knows C.J. and is familiar with his work and exceptional skills. Mr. Chairman, my colleague, uh, C.J. Mahoney, has my strongest possible support, and I have no doubt he will serve the State Department well in the legal advisory role. Thank you, sir. Well, thank you very much, Senator Moran. Mr. Chairman, thank you. Thank you and, uh, and Senator Menendez for the opportunity to be with you this morning and to add my comments to my colleague, Senator Roberts, in support of the confirmation of C.J. Mahoney to serve as legal advisor at the uh, State Department. Um, Senator Roberts and I had this opportunity to do uh, this similar kind of presentation in the Finance Committee when C.J. became the uh, Deputy Trade Ambassador uh, and responsible for uh, half of the globe, uh, from Mexico to China, and his uh, significant involvement in USMCA, as Senator Roberts said, was an uh, important component to us getting an agreement, and I'm pleased to be here. I would not reiterate C.J.'s qualifications, uh, but it, it is one of those Kansans. We all have people in our state that we look to to say, wow, they've done a lot with their lives and they've been very successful and we're very proud of them. And CJ fits that uh, category, uh, not only for me, but for folks in his hometown, a town of about 
four or five thousand people who I just was there a couple weeks ago and uh, all wanting to know how CJ Mahoney was doing. Uh, it is a, something about growing up in a small town and what we now often define as success is honored and esteemed in your hometown and in case of CJ it happens across the state of Kansas. Uh, I met CJ in uh, 1996. Uh, I saw him on television at uh, the Republican National Convention in which he uh, seconded the nomination of Bob Dole for uh, the Republican nomination for the presidency. Uh, I then connected with CJ and he and I traveled the state of Kansas as I was a candidate for Congress and uh, CJ became uh, my driver and companion uh, and we uh, got well acquainted in that circumstance as you all know from your experiences in, in campaigning. Uh, and uh, CJ uh, has demonstrated at every uh, turn in his life capabilities, qualifications, integrity, someone that uh, Kansans have every right to honor and esteem. And I know that if you've had dealings with CJ, you have that uh, sense, and I can tell you that your sense is well-founded. Uh, I would finally say that I, as I did uh, at uh, the hearing uh, in front of the Finance Committee, uh, it was a great uh, honor to introduce CJ to the committee, uh, my very first intern uh, in 1997 as a House member, then became an ambassador, now with your uh, support can become the legal advisor to the Department of State. Uh, I ask your, uh, your consideration of CJ. I know this committee has its challenges in the confirmation process at this point, but I hope that uh, the personal aspects uh, and the qualifications of CJ allow this committee to recommend him favorably to the full Senate where I will proudly vote for my fellow Kansan and neighbor 25 miles down the road. Mr. Chairman, Mr. Menendez, thank you very much. Senators, thank you very much. Uh, we'll now proceed, and we know you have a busy schedule, so uh, we'll uh, excuse you, and in the meantime, uh, our other two nominees can uh, join us uh, at the table. And we'll... So with that, uh, we will proceed. Uh, today, we need to consider the nominations of three qualified individuals for extremely important posts. We welcome the Undersecretary of uh, uh, State for Arms Control and International Security. This position oversees the bureaus of one, public, uh, military, political military affairs, number two, international security and nonproliferation, and three, arms control verification and compliance, all issues that this committee has been uh, uh, greatly concerned with. I agree with Ranking Member Menendez's recent statements that it's key that we have a Senate-confirmed individual in this position. It is vital that our relationship with allied uh, and partner military support our foreign policy goals and that the United States be able to provide our allies and partners with critical capabilities in a timely manner. The Department must especially prioritize those capabilities and arms transfers most needed to deter Chinese and Russian aggression. Arms control has been must be verifiable enforceable and effective. We currently lack adequate uh, agreements that fully meet those requirements. As talks begin with uh, Russia next week uh, on the future of our major non-proliferation agreements, the United States must acknowledge it is entering a new era of arms control. While the U.S. constrains itself to adhere to its arms control obligations, we cannot say that Russia, and especially China, are likewise constrained. Uh, by the current arms control frameworks and agreements. The old bilateral model of arms control is no longer sufficient under such conditions. I look forward to hearing today about how we can move forward to true trilateral discussions that accounts for the interaction uh, between all three major powers with the full understanding that uh, one of those powers has uh, uh, 
uh, not uh, indicated uh, its uh, desire to labor environment, Africa, China, and the Western Hemisphere. In this position, he played a key role in negotiating the new uh, USMCA. Uh, prior to his current position with the USTR, he was a partner at the law firm of Williams and Connolly. He served as a law clerk to the former Supreme Court Justice Anthony Kennedy. Third, we have uh, uh, Carlos uh, Trujillo to be Assistant Secretary of State for Western Hemisphere Affairs. This position is responsible for advising the Secretary on how best to advance U.S. interests in diverse region in a diverse region that includes a NATO ally, two top U.S. Senate in March 2018. At the OAS, Ambassador Trujillo was, has worked hard to grow and sustain a regional effort to help Venezuelans and Nicaraguans recover their freedom. He has also successfully kept the OAS focused on its core objective of supporting democratic governance. Prior to his diplomatic service, Mr. Trujillo served in the Florida House of Representatives as a state prosecutor and as an attorney in, a, in private practice. With that, I'll turn to Senator Menendez. Well, thank you, Mr. Chairman, and welcome to uh, each of the nominees. Uh, Mr. Chairman, today's hearing represents the evisceration of critical committee oversight efforts and a related and continual pattern of rubber stamping Trump administration nominees. On both fronts, the committee is caving to the executive branch and moving forward without transparency, accountability, or regard for our constitutional system of checks and balances. Let me explain what I mean. It is no secret that the president and his secretary of state recoil from scrutiny. They claim to act on behalf of the American people, yet they fight against any congressional or public scrutiny of their actions. This is obviously unacceptable.